What is going on, baby? Nate Kennedy, The New Money Podcast, episode 9. Haven't decided on a title at the time of recording this, but it's my first interview. How y'all doing, man? Good to check in again with y'all. Really, really excited to bring this one to you guys. Me and my boy Jacob talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about real estate, productivity, all this stuff that's going on right now and sort of maybe different ways you can approach it. Very, very good stuff. And, you know, it was super cool to just sit down and chat. And it was a lot easier than a lot of uh, the episodes I've done in the past, given, you know, I just was talking, just letting my thoughts flow. So, you know, really sort of a switch up here, just some dialogue. So I really hope you guys enjoy it. And let's just dive on into the interview. Jacob, how's it going, man? I'm good. Yourself? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm trying to. Yeah. Trying to survive out here, you know? Yeah. Are we not going to do the new money podcast thing? Oh, hey, no. Snake. Flip and then intro. Oh. Hey. <laughs> it's in there. This is going to be in there. But yeah, right. no, it's good to chat, man. It's good to chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but firstly, I just kind of want you to introduce yourself, tell the people about, you know, who you are, what you do, and yeah, kind of go from there. Well, for the Nate fans, the new money podcast fans, I'm Jacob Munene. Uh, me and Nate actually met in the gym last year yeah last year yeah uh, yeah, yeah um um i kind of do what he does but uh i do youtube videos on personal finance um just how to help students i, I try and target students a lot how, how to how they can improve their financial situation um and then on another side me and my three friends we are real estate investors uh, in capstone investments Go check that out on Instagram if I'm allowed to plug it in. <laughs> Good stuff there. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. That's about it. And and I'm a student as well. So, yeah, I'm still learning. Right, right. And you, you had yeah. a business ventures as well, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I have done, well, if you take it, if I'm going back to high school, <laughs> I did a landscaping, a landscaping business venture with my brother. Um, that was really good, actually. It went well, but. I can only cut so many lawns physically. It was just me and my brother. It wasn't like a whole team. <laughs> right, right. Um, so I've always been business minded. Then coming to uni, I had a social media marketing business that also went pretty well. Um, and then I stopped that just this like past fall for now for the capstone real estate investments. Right, right, right. And so how yeah. how um, in terms of its uh transition were you kind of going upward and you decided to sort of like pivot or was it kind of even it was it was, okay there was a peak in the summer and then yeah. it started going down <laughs> yeah, yeah and at that point i'm like you know what i it, it was a lot of work it was like a lot of like contacting people because you had to it was a lot of out, outgoing calls or emails or whatever it may be so it was a lot of that and it was too and I was more interested. It wasn't like something I was very passionate about. I'm more passionate about real estate and personal finance, and that's why I'm jumping into that now. For sure, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, you know, real estate is actually something I've really been looking into a lot. And yeah, yeah. I think I really, I really want to get into uh, as soon as I finish school. Um, for sure. Then, tell me about how you guys are sort of uh, getting in there, and you know how you know being the age we are, it's it's pretty yeah. so crazy. Uh, I mean, tell me how that kind of came about. So my boy, um, Stefan Ogado, Keon Gozi on Instagram, if you want to ask him any questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he and uh, Basil, I don't know if you know Basil. Yeah, 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 I met him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so they met this, they met this, uh, mentor, real estate mentor, um, taught them almost everything. I would say a lot of the things they have to self-teach because, you know, you can't learn hundred percent of it. You have to do it yourself and learn. Right. right then, yeah. Um, and then I joined in as the marketing director. Maria, I, I don't like using the big words. I just like, yeah, I'm yeah. the marketing guy. I'm, I'm the marketing guy. <laughs> Since I did since I did social media marketing before, they 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 brought me into the team, and then they brought uh, another guy called Mohammed as the wholesaler, and he focuses just primarily based on wholesaling. And so what Stefan and Basil do, they just find real they find deals, real estate deals, and uh, yeah, basically if if it's wholesaling, they find the buyer and seller, and they help them with that. But um, yeah. And we're bringing on more people into a team by like any time. So, right, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, what does your portfolio uh, consist of right now, if you don't mind me asking? So, we have three properties: uh, student rentals, or one. There's one being rented to a family, one student rental, and I don't think we have rented the other one yet. And um, Mo has sold wholesaled one. Like I already had one wholesale under his belt like all to him. So yeah, that's so far what we've done. And that's all, that's all been done within like eight months. Is it eight months? Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really cool. And are you guys guys in a, uh, like an entity, like a business structure? Are you in a partnership? Like what's the sort of, uh, like the split? So So the partnership actually is between Basil and Stefan. Okay. The split partnership that way. Um, Me and Mo, we, it's actually kind of weird. It's, it's, it's not legalized yet, actually, because Stefan was Stefan is in charge of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, me and Mo aren't like employees, but we. Okay, so this is how how it works. Let, let me tell you an example. So if I go out and find a real estate deal, right, I get fifty percent of the revenue from that, right, and then Stefan and Basil get fifty the other fifty percent. Okay. Okay. So that's how Mo's wholesale deal went. So, so he got fifty percent of the whole wholesale, and then the other fifty was split between um, Stefan and Mo, or Stefan and Basil. You, you, you're kind of contracted out, like that. You, you yeah. bring it in, and then yeah, cool, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's gonna be uh, something that I'm I'm really you know willing to dive on into. So right. I got a lot from you and you guys, and and that's gonna be yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, today I, I do. Be given the times, man, I, I want to talk a lot about um, this. This whole, you know, I, I don't want to say the word because I might get flagged or something. But this whole, <laughs> you know, this whole situation that we uh, we find ourselves in right now. And the disease, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and so, uh, you know, one thing that I've seen a lot, and I, I saw your content. We're going to dive into that. But one thing I saw a lot of is a lot of the the student sort of perception. Um, you and I are, are, are you know upperclassmen like this is my graduating year i think you have yeah 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 so so you know it's it's not the best way to to graduate but um and i've a lot of i've seen a lot of mixed opinions um about what's going on in terms of positive or negative uh and so so i guess just tell the tell the audience about like the sort of of coverage you've seen uh and what you're diving into to be fair i've seen like a lot of people saying we're fucked man (laughs) we're screwed Uh, I've read so many articles on new graduates, um, people just getting out of school right now have the worst chances of going into management if it's in their careers. 
wow. or just advancing like to higher positions, right? Right. Um, but there's this the thing is people with every bad there is also a good. And that's what people are missing. There's so much opportunity out there. A lot of like startups started in the 2008 financial crisis, like Uber. Oh, real estate. Um, what, real estate was done in 08. Oh, no, 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 no not real estate. <laughs> no, man, some deals, deals some serious wait, deals. Wait, wait, are, are, are you saying real estate startups? No, 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 not real estate startups. Real estate was bought up. And, oh, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. <laughs> actually i think the, there was one um black black rock or black i don't, I don't know black stone or something like that Maybe. um no it's, it's pretty big it's like a huge it's a huge real black estate company now what's that i think blackstone's private equity is it I, I believe so i think my cousin actually works for that but anyway that's oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um yeah there's the, uber and a, and a bunch of other startups but a lot of yeah. startups um, mm. You can invest in real estate. I believe real estate prices haven't gone down that much yet. But if this goes on for a while, it's gonna they're gonna come down. Uh, stock market. Um, so for anyone who, even to your older audience who are out of school, way out of school, um, don't stress about pulling out your retirement savings. Right. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's it's. Uh... That's one of the things I've said. We got we got to stay calm and like for sure, um, for sure. But I but I don't know if you teach your people. Um, are, are you as frugal? Like, are you a frugal person? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. For sure, man. So the the thing is, people who aren't frugal during like weren't frugal before this. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, you guys are screwed, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to learn. Man. You gotta have yeah, to yeah. learn. Yeah, this this is like the time to learn about it. Uh, so the next time it happens, you you guys are good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, yeah. really frugality, like kind of explain that if, if somebody maybe that's a foreign word, like what frugality? What's All that? Right. Like? So uh, you know, some people. Well, you've heard people say like I, I'm pretty sure everyone has heard someone call someone else cheap, or you know they, they they don't spend too much money when. I'll just give an example. For example, I'm from high school. I would say that's when I started like handling my own money. Right. And um, like my parents gave me the responsibility to pay my own phone bill from like from high school. And since I didn't have a huge income in high school, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I had to like manage my money really, really well. And so like going out with friends, like we'd go out and if we, we went to McDonald's, I never ate. Everyone else ate. I just yeah, never spent the money. Um, what I did, I... <laughs> During lunchtime, it was kind of it's kind of messed up what I did, but uh, <laughs> my uh, like maybe once or twice a week, I had a friend buy me lunch. Hey man, dude, you gotta do, man. <laughs> but 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 that's taking it too far. Don't don't do that. <laughs> um, and I'm like overall, I'm really 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 frugal. Like it, right. it, when it comes down to it, if if you gave me a hundred k salary a year, I would probably survive on. Maximum thirty k. Yeah, max. Yeah. max. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. And I think I think that's really um, you know living below your means is I think it's a skill. I mean, oh yeah, you have to know you know how to live on on needs versus wants. I, and I do talk a lot about needs versus wants. I guess I haven't necessarily done an episode on on frugality, but a lot of the stuff that I preach is you know um, figure out your needs and and really figure out um, what your long term sort of 
what your long-term sort of uh, obligations are before you start uh, buying into these discretionary sort of things. Yeah. Uh, but you is, know, I, actually, let, let me ask you a question. Yeah, absolutely, man. Is, is there a reason you're frugal? Like, is there is it your parents who maybe you've seen them experience bad times because they were they weren't frugal enough before, or did they teach you to be frugal, or like what what made you this way? Yeah, you know what? I think um, a huge element of it was was money wasn't a shy topic in my house. Like money, yeah. You know, I, I find that uh, money is a very taboo topic amongst uh, households and things like that. Um, yeah. Even very intimate partners. Like uh, down the line, I'm, I'm doing a, uh, an uh, episode on uh, relationships and money. And that's, that's oh. a, a, a messy sort of thing, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, so with, with my family and me being the oldest, I was always sort of in the know. Um, yeah. It was very prevalent growing up. We didn't have much of it. And so yeah. fine. Uh, and so I guess that's probably the, the the main reason why I find it easier to, yeah. uh, you know, not be completely abundant and, and live well, well below my needs. To, to my true. similar to you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and which but I'd rather that than you know spending money I don't have, right? So of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, I definitely think it's it comes from uh, a deeper sort of place, but you know, um, with, with with maybe students and and people who haven't really lived that lifestyle as you were saying like it's going to be a difficult transition so you know for sure how, yeah how, how do you think uh that's gonna sort of pan out for us and and some of the facts that you've seen on that in the terms of transition into like the working force after this right? workforce lifestyle things like that uh, to be fair it's going to be difficult in terms of getting professional jobs so if you went to school for engineering for example it's going to be hard to find an engineering job at at this like for the next I would probably say 12 to 18 months, depending on how it goes. Um, but there are a lot of job openings that if you're willing to put your ego down and just grind, you're going to get. So like yeah. Amazon's still hiring, probably Walmart, like all these stores where they need cashiers. Um, if you're just looking for experience and money isn't a, a tight, like if you, if you don't need money urgently, there's so many volunteer opportunities that could boost your resume and help you out, right? Right. And not only that, there's also, you you have all the time now, if you want to start a business, if you want to start any side hustles, that this is the time to start it, right? Right, right, for sure, for sure. Yeah. So, so what was your sort of like inspiration with uh, wanting to sort of chat about that? What, what, what sort of drove you to push out content on it? On, on like side hustles, on financial model? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so... It's actually pretty crazy. The, the, just the same question I asked you, how, like, where do you learn to be frugal? So my uh, my parents are absolutely the most frugal people ever. And it's like, to the point, it, it kind of frustrates me. And I'm pretty yeah, frugal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, but then seeing that, like, I have one of my siblings, He he's a spender and spends a lot of money. And my other sibling is also frugal, just like me. And there are a lot of people who are spenders and savers. And when I mean savers, they're also investors and like they put their money into the right thing. Not right. not just like saving money under the mattress. <laughs> um, yeah. So I wanted to teach the spenders how to be more like the savers. And because I am a saver, that's all I know, right? Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't teach someone how to be a spender. I know there, there is, I, I call it toxic frugality. 
where it's affecting your lifestyle and you have no friends because you're literally, you don't want to spend a dime. Yeah. And at that point. Yeah. But I don't, I can't teach those people how to be more of a spender because I, I'm, I'm just not that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, no, I feel you. I feel you. Anyways, yeah. It's a message in it, it, you know, that we need to sort of transition into. And again, like it, it, it does come down to that household, uh, how much of an abundance uh, For sure. you lived, you grew up in. Right. And so yeah. lifestyle um, and, and, you know, expectations and, you know, dare I say entitlement into yeah. sort of thought um, you were old or, or et cetera. One, like that. Um, 100%. It's actually the wake up it, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is crazy. You say something about entitlement. Yeah, that's a that's that's a huge word. Okay, so I'll just tell you a short story. So my early years, like I wasn't, my family wasn't rich or anything. Right. Uh, we were like borderline lower class, middle class, like lower middle class. Same here, brother. Just so yeah. <laughs> and then as time went on, like especially my my dad built his wealth, whatever. Um. And I grew up in Kenya for the first first 10 years of my life. For my brothers, is the first 17 and 19 years of their lives. So for my oldest brother, who's the frugal one, he lived more, like a lot of his life being like broke, like living very cheaply. And the middle one, who I say is a spender, yeah, actually was at the back end of that like brokenness life. <laughs> so that's when they started, like that's when they started, um, like my like my family started gaining their wealth. And I'm not saying that he's entitled or whatever, but that slight difference in years just made, showed his, like his behavior shows in that, in terms of how much he spends compared to on average, how much me and my other brother spend, like my, the, the oldest brother. Right. And um, it even shows in like student debts, like who has more student debts who has, and who still hasn't paid off student debts. Yeah. So things like that. And, it's not saying that it's there are a lot of people who are spending all like my roommates are spenders. Yeah. Um, there's so many people who are spending. It's just you can be a spender while investing and saving your money in the right way, right? Right. Yeah. Right. And you know, yeah. that's actually, you know, my brother actually, um, I'm I'm trying to teach him that, you know, constructing your budget doesn't mean you save every dime. Like exactly telling your money where to go, right? And mm-hmm. so you're telling your a portion of your money, you know, to, to get booze, to go out to movies, I mean, when yeah. you're, right? Like, <laughs> do things that are entertaining and keep you sane. It's yeah. just a more thoughtful and directed way. And I think that's what sure. you know a lot of people actually miss with respect to budgets and setting it up. It seems like such a hassle. And it's like, I don't want to micromanage, <laughs> I want to live. And you know, one thing that I saw, um, I was I was listening to this. I follow this guy called Jocko Willink. I don't know if you've ever heard of him. No, I don't know who's that. This military guy is pretty prominent social media kind of guy now. Yeah, he he has this uh, book called Extreme Ownership. Yeah, and what he talks about is discipline will give you flexibility, and I think that's probably one of the most like pivotal things that I've ever heard in my life. Bro, but it's easier said than done. I'm not going to lie. It is. It is. <laughs> it absolutely is. Yeah. But I think if you begin to practice discipline and you have structure and you implement that, yeah. it'll give you flexibility in the areas where you think it'll be rigid. So, for example, if I have a budget yeah. right, and 
and I'm, I'm telling where my money to go, and I'm giving myself a good, you know, miscellaneous budget. I'm giving myself, you know, a good amount of uh, discretionary, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I'm going to find that, you know, my overall happiness is going to be up because I'm still doing the things I want, sure. but I'm directing my money in a, in a more thoughtful way rather than being stressed at the end of the, the month thinking where, what the hell happens. So That's that right. That's right. Again, very much right that it's easier said than done. Yeah. It does. It's, it's, it's sort of counterintuitive to think about, you know? Yeah. I, I actually have a question about the discipline part. I mean, like, discipline is a disciplined person is all, all the aspects of the life shows discipline, whether it be finance, whether it be um, taking care of themselves in terms of Absolutely. like physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever it may be. Absolutely. Yeah. What are ways? Do you, do you have any tips? I'm not, I'm not saying like I struggle with it, but do you have any tips on being consistent with it? Being consistent. So yeah, because I, okay, for example, for example, for example, yeah. my thing, um, I would say last year, I woke up Monday to Friday, 4 a.m. Saturday, Sunday, it was like whenever. But then when the summer hit, it was like 4 a.m. Sometimes I woke up at 4 a.m. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. sometimes I woke up like at 6.30. And it's not because I woke up at 6.30 just for fun. Like I had to go to work. Right. So, yeah. So is, I, is there a way to be consistent with um, just being disciplined in general? I think so. Honestly, brother, like I'm, I naturally struggled with consistency. I, I have, yeah. I guess, I mean, we're getting introspective here, but I, I guess if you think of me as a person, I'm naturally very, um, very hardworking and very sort of driven, but at the same yeah. time, not as structured as I'd like. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm kind of laissez-faire and I'll, I'll go like crazy for 12 hours and then I'll just, you know, fall off for a few days. And I think that's, yeah. that's nature, but like, it's more than I'd like. And so what I found that you know helped me be more intentional was to to specifically hone in on the the the, the value of consistency i was like I right. need, like i just need to get this in and so what i right, try right. to i try to hack my habits right i try to um like i have a habit tracker for example and and i and I have streaks and uh one of the there's a lot of studies done around the psychology around streaks but um you know the craze of snapchat right and people can't break their streaks yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so humans naturally, once they create a chain, uh, they, yeah. they don't. It doesn't matter what it is. It's it's compelling to want to keep the chain. And I I can't cite the exact study, but there's been a few done on it. Uh, and so that's one of the biggest things that I've found that has helped me is is once I get the momentum going, it's a matter yeah. of just don't, don't don't break the chain. Just don't. That's right. That's right. So tracking that and trying to keep that sort of streak is, has really been uh, beneficial for me. And I'm sure you use it with your finances as well. Yeah. How yeah. long you can go without buying booze or buying yeah. eating out, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It, it depends. You know, I, I implement it pretty, um, you know, at my discretion kind of thing. With, with some stuff, I, I, I'm better at, I yeah. think, than others. So for the gym, for example, like, I, I would do the same thing. I'd get up quite early and go work out every morning. Um, yeah. Well, I owe it to my girlfriend, too. She keeps me accountable. And that's what yeah. I'd say is it's having somebody to keep you accountable. For sure, yeah, yeah. But yeah, definitely, definitely to to keep consistent, it, it's it's you kind of have to be thoughtful and sort of hack your habits, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, how about how about yourself? How have you how have you actually before you move on? Before you move on. Oh, you see, no, you mentioned you had someone to keep you accountable. So I'm I'm assuming right? Are you home with your like at your parents' house right now? 
You know, no, yeah, I'm at my parents' house. Uh, Rachel's out in uh, Burlington right now. So how how does that go? Like how how do you wake up? How do you still wake up in the sea? How there's no one keeping you accountable. How how do you do it? If no one's keeping me accountable, then like I, you know what? I try to <laughs> somebody in some capacity to keep me accountable. But if yeah. If I don't have that for whatever the specific thing is, for example, this podcast, nobody keeps me accountable with this podcast at all. But I, but I, you I, love it though. I love it. I love it. So it's easy. It's easy. It's 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 like going and eating a chocolate bar. It's, it's too yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It, it's it's easier than most things that I've done. I, I definitely like love it. But there, I do have to put in a lot of um, structure, more structure yeah. in this for where I'm trying to take it. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I have certain things like you know, work on scripts for two hours a day or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. System and all that. But um, I think when I don't have that external, like, force, I yeah. have to hold down on the sort of the, the, the upfront structure. What about yourself? Like, how, how do you find oh, cool. Okay, so, as I said, the waking up thing didn't work out in terms of consistency. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But, um... Still, very admirable, man. Yeah, but you you have to. I I think like the biggest tip for me is like, you have to learn how you have to learn how to suffer and enjoy it. Yeah. So for example, um, working out, I didn't work out until three four years ago now, and it was the hardest thing for me to do. Like I was really skinny, I was weak, and I couldn't do I couldn't do like probably I couldn't do more than ten pushups in like one in one set. Um, and I just worked like you really have to force yourself to do it. You have to force yourself to do it. Even making the videos now, it's so much easier making a video now than even say two months ago. Because it's the consistency, just getting in the habit of doing it makes it much, much easier. And another thing, well, a tip for you, especially actually. Um for making scripts, making scripts or like if you're doing any work that's that you have to type or whatever you may or read even. Do it on your phone. I, I find doing it on the phone is so much easier because I do a lot of my work on, on the phone and I can do it when I'm laying in bed. Like I wake up in the morning, I don't feel like getting my computer. I just grab my phone, type a script, like type a whole script for one for yeah. one uh, episode of my videos right? or w- w- whatever it may be. And we have the technology to do it. So why not use it, right? right? You can do it on the bus. You can do it when you're waiting at a doctor's appointment. You can do anything. Right. For sure. Yeah. I- I think it depends on the person too because um like I'm a big person in environmental like habits so like yeah it's harder I guess for me it's a higher hurdle to start working yeah. in my head versus if I was at yeah. my desk you know wearing clothes like ready to that's right that's right you know you know what I mean so I, I yeah. do the, but I, I'm pretty much go ahead go ahead but but think about this I, I I have talked to a lot of people they especially right before they go to sleep they watch videos, movies, whatever on their phone. Right. Instead of, if you're going to be on your phone anyway, why not do something productive on your phone? So download Word on your phone, download Google Docs, whatever it may be. If, if, if it's typing, download, you can download Excel on, on phones nowadays. So you, you can literally substitute your watching Netflix before bed or watching YouTube or whatever it may be to typing on your phone and also for you like when, when you're doing podcasts i'm sure you do a lot of research on other people's podcasts and stuff since we have the technology why not research and enjoy doing yeah. research through your phone i can yeah. go Absolutely. if you're yeah. watching a joe rogan podcast if you're watching impulsive if you're watching whatever it may be yeah you, you can do your research 
in a comfortable setting instead of waking up, putting on clothes, showering, yeah, whatever, brushing teeth, sitting there. I'm, I'm big into like flexible sort of working. Like I, I do think there's, there's, there's merit to both. Right. And you yeah, know, I yeah. some new productivity stuff on Instagram, always saying like the shower, get ready fully, whatever. And like that works for oh, some yeah. people. That works yeah. for some people. They want to stay in their bed. They want to stay cozy and they want to work. So they don't have to um, dread, you know, yeah. doing all of those things. Yeah. I'm, I, let me put a caveat. I'm not saying like you do that the whole like I'm I'm a person who needs to shower, right? Yeah, <laughs> I, need yeah. to, I need to shower before like I wake up and I can do stuff, right? Yeah. But it's just it's just those few minutes before you wake up or you before you sure. go to sleep, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and I think you know, and another thing that I when kind of bringing it full circle back back to sort of like uh, students and handling this whole thing. There's yeah. been you know, two. There's been two camps, right? Um, and it, it's been very sort of. Um, contentious in terms of, of the, the, the sure. times, right? A lot of opinions, a lot of people thinking. And so there, there's the one camp that's like, this is an opportunity. Don't waste any time. Um, and you know, you should be making the most out of it and, and almost, almost shaming people that aren't making the most out of it. And then there's a camp that's, this is a scary time. Do whatever you need to do. This is, you know, just, just try to get through it. This is very, yeah. very, very sort of sensitive to to what's going on and so i think i find myself lean like i'm not one or the other i, I find yeah, myself yeah. two 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 more so like this is a crazy crazy time and i and i for sure me being like you know i'm self-proclaiming this but i i think i'm such a <laughs> productivity geek like i love yeah all the, the hacking habit hacking all that like i live for that stuff yeah yeah I'm, I'm listening i'm like yo this is crazy this is a crazy time <laughs> like and i'm gonna try to my best to make the most of it yeah but, yeah yeah hold it against somebody that isn't so so what do you think about that it's all to do with perspective man right. for sure like um i think yes it's unpre- unprecedented times but it's this specific situation that's unprecedented we're we're isolated we have to stay isolated to be safe but what's not unprecedented is for example job loss what's not unprecedented is the stock market almost crashing it's recovering now that's why i say almost crashing right um and i believe it will crash if this goes on for much longer um what's not unprecedented is a potential real estate market crash so people have experienced this before we just have to learn from those mistakes it's not yes staying home is unprecedented and we were living this is totally different from what has happened before but the internet gives us access to so many ways of doing our jobs, earning money. Um, if, you, if you're stressed about that, uh, if, you're, if you're a student, it's, it's so much easier doing school on, through yeah, the internet. Yeah. yeah. So the, the only thing, to be quite honest, the only thing is working out, <laughs> to be fair. That's, that's kind of like, it's been a struggle to like, yeah, yeah that, that's been a little difficult. But yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's just, it's, it's interesting, man. And, um, yeah. and, and, and if you really think like, we're not in the worst of positions. So, for example, if someone, someone who's, I don't even say home, okay, if you go to Africa and some places don't even have internet and they really rely on being physically present at their job, at school, whatever it may be, those people are really, really suffering if their government tells them that they can't leave their house because of this, of, of this, <laughs> this situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so what would you say has been, from what you've seen in, in some of the, the, the research you've seen, 
um, on on you know young young people, young professionals sort of uh, perception around it. Have you been seeing a lot of complaining and negativity? Have you seen a lot of we're going to get through this more positive? What's been the sort of perception that you've seen in in the media? Funny you ask it. Well, funny you ask that because if you if you know how like SEO works or whatever, like all the Instagram, Facebook, it only shows you things that you look at. <laughs> so. Yeah. Everything yeah. is targeted towards me on what I look at. And I, I'm an opportunist. I look at opportunity. Yep. So obviously everything I see, or at least not everything, most things I see right. are how you can take advantage of the stock market, how you can soon take advantage of the real estate market, yep. how you can work from home, how some jobs like customer service is going online. Yep. And you can take advantage of these things. And also the CERB, how you can take advantage of that. Yep. So I'm, I, I am sure there are a lot of negatives, like negative people. Like, for example, my mom. My mom is absolutely pessimistic about this. She's so yeah. scared. <laughs> and I tell her, it's like, it's key. like I, she, she tries to stress me out, but I'm, I, I just keep it out, to be honest. Yeah. I, I, so what I've been doing, and I've, I've really, these past few weeks, what I've tried to do the most is uh, grow this podcast. Like this, what I'm focusing on. I, I, yeah. Everybody that's listening to this, if you're listening to this, that's what I'm focusing on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I've been really pushing the Instagram. Yeah. I've been spending a lot of time um, looking at different art, uh, posts and articles and things that people are putting out. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of opportunity because I'm the same way, man, absolute opportunist, really looking for the opportunity. And, and you know, at the end of the day, like I'm going to, to, to maximize as much as I can, right? Because exactly, exactly. I'm in a position, I'm caught, like I'm in a position where this isn't, um, you know, affecting me mentally, but for some people, it, it, it may oh, absolutely. I'm extremely sensitive and not condemning of, of people that may be taking it easy, right? Yeah. Um, I, yeah okay. But, I would say, actually, finish your button and then I'll, no, I'll finish uh, okay, it. Okay. okay. But what I will probably tie into what you're saying, but what yeah. I've seen also is a lot of our age complain a lot, like complain about being forgotten about and being not being in a position where they think they're owed something. I, I, I feel like, and it kind of comes back to the entitlement and you yeah. know, I, I feel like a, there's a camp that feels like they were owed something and it was taken away. Yeah. Um, and I'm such a big believer in the world owes you fuck all. Like they don't know you. That's true. Um, yep. See that. And when I see this sort of, that sort of thing, it, it's kind of like, you know, and it's, this is a very, this is a small, small, you know, camp. Like this isn't like the majority of students. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people are just trying to get through it, but I've seen yeah. that and that's, that's bothersome. And and so yeah. go ahead. Actually, I, I like that you said that. I, I was going to say, I, I have seen people complaining about, I'm, I'm not even complaining about specifically this situation. I actually read a tweet the other day. It's talking about how this, situation we're in <laughs> um uh shows us that like the u.s government can contribute to healthcare without people paying high prices to healthcare. how education can be cheaper because people don't have to go to the physical school and yeah. continue the education and all that but people are complaining about that and everyone in the united states is on the same playing field in terms of of those things yeah yeah and Say, okay, say if I was a person in the U United States, because apparently right now United States has the biggest problems in terms of uh, student debt. Um, they also have, the, the, they usually, like, 
there, in, in the media, there's a lot of coverage on them of how financially they're screwed up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't blame the government for it to be, to be quite honest. Yeah. You should blame yourself. Look at yourself first. Yeah. Look where you can save. If, if I was put in a situation, for example, if I was put in a situation where I don't have any job, I, I couldn't work maybe because of a disability, for example, but I was getting some disability checks or unemployment checks or whatever it may be. Welfare, by the way, my next video is on, has a bit to do with welfare. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's how I, like, the only control I have is how I'm going to spend that money. I'm going to invest some of it and I'm going to save some of it. But what people do is they blame everything to the higher power and don't take any responsibility themselves. And therefore, they they have a, what's the mentality called? Uh, victim mentality. Yeah, in terms of where now they're going to spend everything they have because they think sooner or later the government is going to fix up and <laughs> give them what they actually deserve. Right, right, right. And you yeah. know, it's, it's, I share the same sentiment. Like, absolutely, man. Um, yeah. I, I look at myself in the mirror before I, I point fingers and like anybody, you know, I'm, I'm not perfect, but that's one for thing sure. I, I won't compromise. It's, uh, what did, what is my part to play in this? And like, like there's a, there's a, uh, this book, um, how to not, or what, uh, the subtle art of not giving up. Right. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Um, it, in it, one of the things he says, and I live by this is, is, not not everything's your fault, but everything in your life is your responsibility, like to some capacity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And think, okay, you know, I'm in this position to no fault of my own. Like, what am I going to do to deal with it? And, yeah. and, you know, keeping people accountable and saying, you know, maybe the ex-so-and-so government um, isn't compensating to the, the best of their ability based on yeah. these. That is absolutely 100% valid. But yeah also have to at the end of the day what are you going to do to put yourself in the best position moving forward right exactly and to be quite honest i think that's uh, people always talk about how they're not happy and whatever it may be that's the best way to be happy if you don't like your job if you don't like your job you have the freedom to quit it's not it's not the boss is holding you hostage and you have to work there and you can't why would you i i feel like you're almost stealing money from the company if you're working there and you're talking shit about the, yeah, yeah, your, yeah. the high upper management, when yeah. you have the freedom to quit and go yeah. take another job or start your own business or whatever it may be. Right, right. I think yeah. at our age, you know, there's, there's obligations uh, later on in life that, that may compel people to stay in a situation they might not want to, but they have to. But also... I, and you'll, you'll, you're, I, I think you can see that I always like to weigh both sides. <laughs> You know, I think, I think the biggest driver of people not doing what they want is fear. You know, they, they don't want to, yeah. they don't want to go over that hurdle. They don't want to take that leap of faith. They For don't sure. want to, as I call it, like get in the arena and battle, right? They, they, yeah. it's too daunting and it's very understandable. But at the end of the day, you know, coming back to that theme of it, it, you got to look in the mirror. And so exactly. with, with a lot of this stuff, I leave, I like, personally, I live by the opportunist sort of thing. Like how yeah, am yeah. I myself? in the best position, you know, uh, moving forward. And what can I do to, to grow as a person? Uh, for sure. And for me, I'm doubling down on the podcast. I've decided. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else is yeah. writing a book, you know, and, yeah. and making the most out of it is a great sentiment. 
Um, and, and, and I just, I hope that people that are struggling with this, you know, come, eventually come back to that. Yeah. And actually what, what you'd see, you'll see is a lot of people, for example, I was talking about a person who doesn't sure. Okay. You might not like the actual work. There's a difference between not liking the work and not liking your manager or your, the upper management. Yeah. There's actually a quote I saw. Um, people don't quit their jobs. They quit their managers. Or yeah, some, it, it goes something like that. But the, the thing is, the way I'm talking is like, say you want to start a business and you don't have enough capital to start it. That, the drive for starting that business will push you to do better at work. And therefore, it's a, it's a whole domino effect. So if you're doing better at work, the management likes you better. You start liking the job just right. because you want to start your own thing and you need capital to do it. So do go ahead and do really like what you want. But the thing is, you're going, you're going to, you'll have to do something that you don't want to get to that. Like I, you probably don't like editing these videos. I can, I hate editing videos. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> I hate yeah, editing yeah, videos. Yeah, yeah. But that's something that's needed yeah. for me to be successful at what, what I do. Right. Yeah, to do, to yeah. do where, where, where you're trying to go, right? There's this exactly. Stuff. And, you know, that's that's where that discipline comes in. That's where the, the hacking comes in. Yeah. Because the actual podcasts, they, they're they pretty cumbersome. But, like, I actually do enjoy the editing because, like, I like, like, Gary Vee always says, like, <laughs> process, the process, right? And, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I do enjoy that. But there are times yeah. where, like, I'm on Instagram, for example, and it's, the last fucking thing I want to do is follow, you know, this person and, and engage and do the things yeah. that you do to grow. Oh, yeah, yeah. But some nights I'm like, fuck this. You know, I, I don't want to do this right now. But <laughs> but anyway, right? Because, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you're abiding by your word. You told yourself you would. That's that's a big yeah. thing. Telling yourself and keeping yourself accountable to your word is yeah. a big thing, you know? So, so it all comes down to discipline. And what are, I was going to say something else. Well, it just comes down to discipline, to be quite honest. Yeah. And being true and being true to yourself. If right. you, you, you can't blame higher power. And when I mean higher power, I'm not talking about God. I'm talking about <laughs> government, uh, management. Power, yeah, yeah. 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 You can't blame those people for, for the lack of whatever you, you're lacking, to be honest, for just, where, where you're lacking. They, you're not going to be in a better position by complaining, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, advancing yourself by complaining you're advancing yourself by doing things that make you a better person or make you better at what you want to do or yeah or whatever it is yeah. it's, it's i get venting i bitch and moan i'm sure you do as well yeah and there's, sure. there's absolutely a place for that and i am a big proponent in that but yeah then, but now what you know what i mean it's like 30 seconds yeah. to go and then okay now what you know exactly up. exactly so, it's a crazy subject man yeah you you were gonna you hinted upon like a topic about um, like people during these this situation again um, are staying home. Um, they're depressed maybe because they lost their job, but they can't feed their family. If we talk about older people, if we talk about students, they can't pay their the two the not the tuition, their student debts. What are ways people can get out of this depression, and what are ways maybe they can work from home? find some fulfillment and pay their bills. I mean, in a very broad sense, I think every situation is different. Um, yeah. But if I were to say, you know, and I'm no therapist, but I'd say just slowly 
taking steps towards where you want to be. So not, you know, doing a 180 and yeah, yeah, productivity, uh, guru, 16 hours, every hour matters kind of thing, like, like very, very small steps. So for example, yeah. with my mom, like she, she was, you know, she's, she's kind of getting a little bit antsy and I said, just, just, just start to go for a walk more frequently. Like, like she'll go for yeah. a walk whenever sort of like down. I was like, why don't you just go for a walk for five minutes every day? That's it. And yeah. Started doing that, and now you know I've got her doing a little bit more exercise, right? And yeah, that she's uh, less irritable, and she's she's more like oh, yeah. uh, you know uh, happier. I guess she's not really in a bad mood. My mom's yeah. a very person, but like the biggest thing that you can do to to to, to, to maybe turn the tide a bit is to not take on you know take, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? You don't you don't have sure. to do all these different things. You can just take small incremental steps, and I and I yeah. think that's a component to success in general is just take doing a little bit day by day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people would be surprised by just doing some small actions every day and, and seeing where they end up uh, over time. That's right. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What would you say? What would you say as well if with with all of us and and as young students? Like, what would you say um, that that we can sort of get through this as well? Just to be fair, man, that like what you said summed it up perfectly. You have to start small. You have to take the small steps. Um, for example. You, the I, I like I like the saying Rome wasn't built in a day, but I also like it better. The Twin Towers wasn't built in a day, but it was taken down in a day. Right, right. And That's in your life, you're point. you're yeah. In, in your life, there are times where you will crash really fast, but it takes time to build up. Absolutely. And and that's that's the thing you have to understand about. And unfortunately. That's physics. Gravity makes you fall faster, <laughs> but going yeah. up is harder because it's again. Yeah, yeah, going up is harder. Going down is easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So yeah. You, you just have to have that mindset and know that everyone in the world is going through it, whether they're billionaires, whether they're millionaires, whether they only have a dollar in the bank account. Everyone's going through it, and yeah. so it's just something you have to go through, right? Sure, for sure. So moving forward, are you are you going to co- cover this topic more? Are you transitioning? Uh, to to different topics. Of what are you uh, doing next? What's what's next for Jacob? Well, in the immediate future, I was actually going to film a video on uh, universal basic income, and that's what I was talking about welfare. Cool. Um, other than that, I'm going to be tackling student students mostly. Oh, I'm not tackling because <laughs> I'm going to be talking yeah. about students mostly. <laughs> um, some topics I do talk about the older audience and. Probably, I would say ten percent of my videos go towards the younger audience, maybe in high school, um, and basically they they're learning from some of the mistakes I've done throughout my life, my 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 short life of twenty one years. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just teaching people that. Sure, that's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. And where where can they find you? You can find me Instagram Munene Junior M U N E N E J R. The same on Twitter, uh, on YouTube. It's the same. Except you have to do youtube.com slash this after the slash it's J D O U B five six seven eight. And yeah. Oh, and Capstone Investments on Instagram. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Jake, man, I, I really appreciated this, man. This was really fun. For sure. Uh yeah. I, I talked really about the situation with anybody, so you know, why not yeah. just jump on and do a little podcast? But man, I appreciate you coming out and uh, you know, I really enjoyed that, and we'll have to do it again sometime. Yeah, I really appreciate it. It was, it was fun, man. Cool, cool, cool. All right, brother. Take care. All right, take care.
Boom, there you have it. That was the interview with my boy Jacob. I had so much fun doing it. Uh, again, we talked about a ton of stuff. We talked about the times, you know, real estate, productivity, all kinds of good stuff. Uh, so that was really fun. We've got a few more interviews uh, lined up down the line, back on schedule with some of the episodes as well. So thank you guys for listening in. Let me know your thoughts. Reach out on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, the New Money Podcast. Let me know what you guys think. Let's get a discussion going. Appreciate it, guys. And I'm out this mother. Peace.